Jen. Joe. Do you know what time of year it is? It's that time of year. Santa Claus, can I have a Mariah Carey record this year? Ho, 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 ho. No. No. The podcast with everything paranormal it is the 222 Paranormal Podcast Christmas Special, number seven. Seven. Well, actually, I think it's six because I don't think we did a special last year. But. How about 6.5? <laughs> <laughs> holidays, all our lovely listeners. How's everybody doing today? Uh, according to the weather experts. Oh, we're the sp- weather outside We're supposed to get frightful. a blizzard. And by the time you are listening to this, it'll already happen. We'll have our two inches of snow on the ground and everybody mm-hmm. be like, what? Bread and milk. <laughs> yeah. Bread and milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're snowed in and you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much. We appreciate it and just are so sad the year's come to an end, but we have a new year new ahead year. of us, Joseph Dean. New things coming. Uh, my other podcast, The Year of Profit. I think I'm going to change it up a little bit. All right. Mix it I'm up. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to try some the new. And other than that, New Year's resolutions, all that stuff. Let's make goals, not resolutions. Yes. And to-do lists. I do my to-do Do my to-do list. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, do. <laughs> um, more ghost hunting. Yeah. Right? right. More haunted locations. More Bigfoot sightings. Not that we ever had any. What else, Joe? CF UFO? That would be nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well. Get on more podcasts. Uh, I want to be uh, yes. a guest on podcasts. Yes. Yes. If you have a podcast, please. If you know of any podcasts Let's you'd like to hear me, me and Jen speak on. Or if you have an event coming up and you would like us as speakers. There yes. you go. We've got a couple speeches in the can that we can talk about. So Good. whatever. Good presentation. I talk good. <laughs> like a speak. I'd be a speak. I'd be a speak. <laughs> okay. So, since it is that time of year, Joe, where all of our holiday traditions are coming back for mm-hmm. another year that we can just share with everybody. What did you think of the opening song? I loved it. That is the new song by The Ruiners. Which my best friend Dana, which you've heard on the show, and all her the music on our show has her playing the bass. She is in the Ruiners now. That's amazing. And <laughs> same with her husband James. He's a drummer. She's the bass player in the Ruiners. Put out a new record for Christmas called No More Mariah Carey. <laughs> and if you want to hear the whole song, I'll play the whole song at the end. It's three minutes long. So if you don't want to hear the whole song, just turn us off at the end. Right. Or if you want to hear the new song. It's awesome. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a Mariah Carey fan. I saw her in concert and I sang along um, to every song. But 
it's really <laughs> funny. I I mean and my thing my my Christmas song that I can't take anymore is the George Michael song. Oh. And I love George Michael, but that song drives me insane. Yeah. After the four hundred and fifty seven thousand <laughs> two hundred and twenty second time you hear it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So also I put the link to the video in the show notes. Uh you'll love it. It's it's fun. It's- they they're such a fun band. Oh my gosh! If you guys ever want to see a really awesome live concert, yeah. I've been to their shows many times. It's one of the best live shows, and you know, probably a smaller venue. I'm not talking yeah. like you know a stadium, which would be great, but it is so much fun. Now they they don't Support throw out, live music. They don't throw appliances out on the f- oh, anymore. Rick Ruiner one time came out of a dryer. The lead singer. That they threw into the audience. He was inside <laughs> the dryer. They threw it out in the audience. The audience broke it open. He came out and started singing. Um, he's done so many. That band has been around for years. Yeah. And we just had a show at a bowling alley a couple of weeks ago, and it was like a reunion. And it is amazing how many people have been in that band. Yeah. And they're all there. Oh, man. And it was like a huge reunion. But it's a fun band. Uh, One thing that Dana says is that she loves it because she looks out in the audience and everybody's smiling. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So so anyways. Just like when they listen to our podcast. Yes. So anyways, I'll put the link in the description and also play the whole song at the end of this show and then it'll be stuck for y'all <laughs> it's our christmas present to all our listeners yes we're gonna melt your brain okay so anyways I christmas have. traditions yes you know they always say the ghosts of christmas past the ghost of christmas present the ghost the ghost of christmas right mm-hmm. well i have some interesting holiday traditions and i will um tell you a little scary Christmas story at the end, but I just wanted to read some of these really cool, unique Christmas traditions from different states. Okay. You know, there's different traditions depending on like the weather, the culture, the location. So here's a few really fun ones. In Chandler, Arizona, it's the home of the largest tumbleweed Christmas tree. Oh, now, I don't know if anybody's ever heard the story about the man who got trapped in his house by tumbleweeds. What? Yeah. So there were so many tumbleweeds. It literally surrounded his house and he could not get out. They are so thick and like prickly and they kind of glob together when they are out, you know, like get rolled around and then they get stuck together. It's like a thing out there. Really? I'd, yeah. As far as I've ever seen are the ones that we have around here, which are just some kind of weed that breaks yeah. free and rolls around. No, these things are giant. Oh, okay. I've never <laughs> seen them out there. Google it, people. In New Mexico, the wreaths are often made up of dried chilies. Oh, really? Yeah. In Alabama, there's a state park that completely transforms an underground cave into like a wintry Christmas holiday walkthrough. So they put up holiday lights and it's always lit up for the holidays, and it stays at a, even 62 degrees all year round because it's underground. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. The Alaskans do a parade of a wooden star from house to house, and it's supposed to represent the star of Bethlehem. Okay. Which, Joe and I were going to talk a little bit about the star of Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Now, it's supposedly going to make an appearance. Was it this year? This year. Yeah. 
And we were talking about, like, was that at that time, you know, something paranormal? Because for some reason, this, you know, one of the Magi had this dream that told him to follow the star, I think it was. I don't remember. I should have paid more <laughs> attention in Catholic school. I was going <laughs> to, I did get a book to talk about the Magi, and I never read it. So, I know. I my, mom, my mom's like, you got to do a story on the Magi. But interesting that. They followed their intuition, Mm -hmm. you know. So um, Alaskans, they take this wheel around, and it's more of a Russian Orthodox tradition, and it's known as starring, and it's celebrated in in Alaska. So people parade around from house to house and carry this wooden star, and each house, time they go, like, the people kind of all gather and sing hymns and celebrate the three wise men's journey. So I've heard different stories about these the Star of Bethlehem, and the reason why the Magi followed it. Now, one of the stories was that it was a comet, and it was coming out at that time, and that's the reason why they say they followed it, because it moved night by night down the celestial plane to where they could follow it, and they ended up at the um, manger or whatever. And I've heard other stories where it was Venus, because it was so bright. Mm -hmm. But this time of year, there's something called the birth of the God's Son. And it comes out on winter solstice, which is today as we're recording this. And they're thinking that back then everything was shifted a little bit. So the what they call the birth of the sun is the three three kings, which is Orion's belt. Oh, okay. And Orion itself, that constellation is huge in paranormal, I guess, or mythological stuff, because you got the pyramids that are in the same position as Orion's belt. Then they also found other pyramids out that make up Orion. And then where the Milky Way runs, when you look at Orion, is where the Nile was. So they actually, you know, they were trying to copy that on Earth. Oh, that's so Now, Native Americans do the same thing. So Orion is a huge thing in ancient times and stuff. And they have the three kings, which they call Orion's belt, Lines up with Cirrus, which is the star of the east. And if you run a line through those, through Cirrus, is exactly where the sun's going to rise on the earth. Oh, my God. At this time. And they, they, I've heard where that is why they consider Cirrus the star of Dave or the star, or star, star of Bethlehem. Bethlehem. I don't know. I'm just, these are different things that we, you know, I've heard. Um, there's another thing that happens from December 22nd through the 24th in the, the south is called the Southern Cross. That comes up, and the bottom star that makes up that cross is supposedly the star of Bethlehem also. So there's different things that say which is the star, but to me, reading the story of the Magi and how they went through the desert to find where Jesus was being born, mm-hmm. I believe, in my own opinion, is it was a comet that they followed. Okay. And part of, or one of the things I read was that it's going to be, you'll be able to see that star the first time since like 1226 this Mm -hmm. year, which we probably won't be able to see because it's going to be snowing. Yeah. I always think it's really fascinating how much our ancient cultures relied and, and studied the stars. Like we... You know, nobody pays attention to this. Like, they navigated their ships by the stars and did their harvest. And, you know, just all these, like, really interesting things that 
we almost feel like we lost that knowledge. Like there's people that study it, but it's still, mm-hmm. it's almost like we don't care anymore, right? We just want to stick our I f- honestly think we've lost. Noses and phones. Yeah. I honestly think we have lost a lot of technology. Mm-hmm. Different people believe that different things happened 12,000 years ago. And like Graham Hancock and them talk about the comet that came down and actually exploded over the ice caps, which caused the great floods, which destroyed everything. And they say that that's when we lost all that technology, because if you look at ancient stuff that's still around, it's all megalithic Mm -hmm. stuff with perigonal style rock work and walls and stuff. And I just posted today about the stones of Puma Punko. And the way that they're cut, how the H blocks are cut with such precision and they're in cut, which means they're not just like cut. They actually cut inside, 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 making different layers squared out. They also have holes drilled through rock, but they also have holes that are almost shaped like a stop sign through rock. So it's not a drill. It's actually like a cutout. And then... The thing that coming back to what we were talking about is in a lot of the ancient sites, Egypt, Mexico, England, Peru, Cambodia, all have megalithic structures that today on the winter solstice, the sun rises inside and lines perfectly with these. So they, I, I believe that they did have technology that we don't even know about now yeah. that was just lost with history and you know, you think of 12,000 years ago or more, everything we have now is not going to last. I mean, there'll be very little stuff left if it's just, you know, left to rot away. Also, I feel like, and I, you know, this is just my gut feeling like in 2023, there's going to be some revelations about things and technology and things that have been hidden by maybe governments or religious sects. Mm-hmm. Um, S E. C T not S E X. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, but that there are some of these theories or whatever it is that some of this stuff is going to come to light. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's going to kind of upend what we were thinking about, and and what we know is maybe going to be different. <laughs> I think so because I think that the especially with UFO and stuff like that, there. Are Releasing stuff slowly mm-hmm. because I think that they found some stuff. But it goes back to like one of our speeches that we do that if you're having a convention, you need speakers. <laughs> Good plug, Joe. Good plug. The giants and the ancients, you know, burial mounds and effigy mounds and their relation to that. So yeah. I don't know. I think that there was some technology that we lost. But getting back to Christmas. Oh, back to Christmas, <laughs> everybody. And um, but winter that is solstice. Different traditions in that um this year the lantern lit tour of mystic seaport museum is all about the grand panorama of whaling voyage around the world so they put on a play every year which they do here also they put on the christmas story mm-hmm. and i didn't make it to it this year i know i thought about it in delaware children leave out milk for mischievous Tomte, Tomte spirits on Christmas Eve. So it's a Swedish uh, tradition. There's a lot of Swedish population in Delaware, and they associate it with a visit from Tomte, which is a devilish imp who leaves gifts for good children 
And according to uh, legend, he is mischievous and vengeful. And he guarded farmsteads, but today they are regarded as benevolent, like Santa Claus or St. Nick type figures. So basically, it's kind of like an elemental Mm -hmm. tradition to it. So, you know, leaving gifts for good kids and probably leaving rotten tomatoes for (laughs) naughty boys and girls. In Florida, they decorate the lifeguard chairs instead of trees during deck the chairs bash. Volunteers decorate the iconic red lifeguard chairs as Christmas decorations instead of the red chairs. Okay, one of really haunted states, Indiana, they have something called Jingle Rails. So there's a museum that exhibits over 1,200 feet of model railroad track okay and it's um the theme is great western adventure and there's seven train rides and it's through indianapolis like um landmarks so you'll see like uh little figurines and stuff and i always you know like joe and i grew up my dad had uh lionel trains his whole life like and the train he my dad always has train set set up in the basement so you know that seeing trains at christmas time it always just gets you really nostalgic in Iowa, they get together to decorate rooms in a place called the Salisbury House Mansion. Oh. So they decorate with holly and ivy. And it's a local tradition that goes back. This is a um, historic site. So it must have been one of the um, first um, type of homesteads in Iowa. And it looks like it's like a brick or maybe stone worked house. And then they volunteers to decorate that. wonder if it's haunted. I'm sure it is. I hope so. Because uh, Christmas is the time for ghost stories. I know. We got some. I love this one. You'll appreciate this one, Joe, because, you know, you don't drink. <laughs> in Kentucky, they soak a fruit cake and whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the traditional dessert. Yay! Christmas time with the family. Christmas spirits. <laughs> so there's monks at the Abbey of something I can't even pr- pronounce uh that make this 12th night cake and it's all dried fruits and nuts and spices and then they soak it in bourbon kentucky bourbon oh and then it's a christmas delicacy so you could get your spirits on there you go talk to some spirits some spirits this (laughs) is one i'd like to see in arkansas people follow the trail of holiday lights from one end of the state to the other Mm. The trail of holiday lights is mapped out so that you can easily drive from one awe-inspiring display to another. And that's one of the traditions that I like doing is I like driving around and looking at the Christmas lights. And I found some more. that I was out driving around, found some more. And it inspired me to wait till after Christmas when all the lights are on sale for 20 to yes. 40% off. <laughs> And I can buy some, and next year I will have an awesome display. He's going to. It'll be great. Now, if you're from the Midwest, particularly Michigan, Ohio, Michigan. Indiana, all around the uh, tri-state area, there is a place that is Christmas 24-7, Joe. Mm-hmm. And it's the world's largest Christmas store, and it's called Bronner's, and it's in Frankenmuth, yep. Michigan. I've been there. Joe's been there. Mm-hmm. This place is massive i'm talking massive like you could spend eight hours in there and still not see everything 
there is so much Christmas stuff. I don't even know where they even get all this stuff. Yeah. But any type of Christmas ornament you want, you could find there. You can find ghost Christmas ornaments. You can find bingo ones. You can find everything. It is so amazing. I'm like, if you're traveling next year and it's open all year round, you got to go to Frankenmuth, Michigan. It's like a little Bavarian village type place. And they have like traditional Amish restaurants where you eat buffet style or they bring like mounds of what is it fried chicken to your table and mashed potatoes like but you go to Bronner's and like experience something like you never experienced Mm -hmm. before (laughs) it's great oh it's amazing they have like 320,000 square foot store of Christmas of just Christmas Um, so let's get ahead. into some weird and fun yes. stuff. Let's we go love the weird stuff, right? Let's go across the world to weird Christmas traditions. Okay. Uh, first off, Japan. Yes. And all Japan wants for Christmas is KFC. No way. Kentucky Fried Chicken Stop. is huge. I want some tradition in Japan. Yeah. Um, due to the combination of tiny Japanese ovens. And clever marketing campaigns, the locals just go nuts over fried chicken. Yep, it's their traditional uh, Christmas dinner now. Yeah. I want some right now. I'm so hungry. <laughs> but that's great. What else? Where else, Joe? In Norway, mm-hmm. it's called Hide the Broom. Norwegians believe that Christmas Eve coincides with the arrival of evil spirits and witches. It's only logical, then, that... Norwegian householders hide their brooms before they go to sleep. After all, nothing spoils Christmas quicker than finding your broom in broken pieces on the floor at the foot of the tree because someone went joyriding, a joyriding witch. There's nothing wrong with witches. Yes. There's good witches. But joyriding witches on Christmas, they always break the brooms. (laughs) It's Joe's favorite tradition. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. In a country called Caracas, wherever the world that is, I don't even know. I think I it's South America. I would love this tradition. So it's customary to travel to the church on roller skates. Now, when did this start? Because roller skates have only been around, what, since like maybe the 30s? Maybe. I don't know. Hey, a tradition can start anytime. That's right. So they close most of the roads in the capital until 8 a.m., providing all the Christmas worshipers safe passage when they roller skate. Can you imagine seeing I would your, love to do that. your grandma in her Sunday best roller skating at church? yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about going to Midnight Mass this year, and I may put on some roller skates and roller skate to Midnight Mass. All the way down Monroe Street yeah. down to downtown Toledo. <laughs> kind of hard to drive. With the... And it's snowing, and Joe's on his roller skates. Yeah. Well, in Austria... You're going to face your Christmas demons. Christmas demons. So in Austria, St. Nicholas has an evil counterpart called Krampus. Now, we've heard a lot about Krampus from our other Christmas specials. Yeah. And um, he's like the bad cop to St. Nick's good cop. He's a demon-like creature whose one and only task is to punish bad children and podcasters before Christmas. Yes. So men dressed in devil costumes roam the streets carrying chains and a basket for abducting especially bad children and haul them to hell. 
Dun, dun, dun. So it's just a way to control your wild, crazy children or podcast hosts. So, Jen, I think you should read the next one. Okay. <laughs> My favorite tradition. And we talked oh. about this a few years ago. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me because this is going to be a good one. In Catalonia, their tradition is called pooping through Christmas. <laughs> they have, it's called Kaja Tio or defecating log. <laughs> Oh man, we're gonna get we're gonna get emails about this one. Good, send them. <laughs> locals in Catalonia create a character out of a log, drawing a face on it and giving it a hat. Now they spend the fortnight feeding it fruit, nuts, and sweets. On Christmas Eve, who started this tradition? I don't know, but they're genius. Yeah. Um, the entire family beats the log with sticks and sings a traditional song that translates to, if you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick (laughs) until the log excretes all its treats. So it's hard to comprehend why this tradition has caught on, but they also decorate their nativity scenes with small pooping ceramics and usually well-known characters often draw um, from the news that year, so they'll have little figurines um, with their pants around their ankles. I can't even imagine. They have. I have to Google, any Google of this. Whatever you want, whoever you want, the likeness of them squatting uh-huh. down, pooping, and what they do is they put this in a nativity scene. Oh. <laughs> now, come on. I don't understand why they do it, but. I don't even know. <laughs> This must go back to caveman days or something. Well, Merry Christmas. Toot, toot. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Toot, 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 toot. And Christmas time. Toot, toot, toot. toot, toot, toot and Christmas time. <laughs> See, you get our own homemade Christmas song just from the Toot, Toot, Toot Paranormal Podcast because we love you. Okay. In Greenland, you're going to get a Christmas dinner you'll never, ever forget, Joe. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Not trying to um, disrespect anybody's tradition, but each Christmas <laughs> they have to tuck into mat tack is what they call it. It's a raw skin of a whale with a little bit of blubber, and it's made by wrapping an auk, which is a small Arctic bird, in seal skin, burying it for several months, and then eating the decomposing flesh. That sounds great. <laughs> delicious Christmas tradition <laughs> I would rather go to Japan and have KSC yes but that's what in they do Guatemala I'm sure it smells so good in Guatemala cleanliness is really next to godliness locals believe that the devil and other evil spirits live in the dark dirty corners of your home they do oh my god they do have you seen the corners of there my bathroom. There must be 50 million in my basement because my entire basement is full of clothes, shoes, purses, handbags, <laughs> and other accessories. So therefore, they spend the week before Christmas sweeping up, collecting rubbish, and then putting everything in a huge heap outside. Mm-hmm. Finally, as an effigy to the devil, they place it on top of this effigy and uh, they set it on fire. It's called La Quema del Diablo, the burning of the devil. (laughs) The the idea for Guatemalans, (laughs) wow, 
is to burn all the bad from the previous year and start a new year clean out of the ashes. That's not a bad that idea. Is a, that is actually a great thing. We should try it. Except for the burning part because I don't have anything to put in my garbage can. <laughs> I have uh, my... Oh, I got rid of my burn... Oh, did you? Burn thing that you burn because mm-hmm. uh, every time I've tried it, it was just a smoke fest ah. and it smoked up the whole neighborhood. But I'm sure I could find some things to burn... You know what would be a good tradition for What's Christmas, that? and it goes along with this, is you could actually, and this is like a life coaching thing, you could actually write down all your life, all your year changes. What do you want to change or what do you want to get rid of? Mm-hmm. Write it down on pieces of paper and burn them in your wood burner outside mm-hmm. as a tradition to, like this, to change and cleanse your life mm-hmm. like they cleanse their house before Christmas so the devil doesn't come in and make you procrastinate okay, okay. that's what I, so but i like you know just on the side note i loved your idea that you said the other day that every time you open your junk drawer you have to throw one thing yeah. away mm-hmm. to try to clean out your junk drawer because i was gonna we have this christmas party every year and i always buy all these gifts and we play bingo and then i give away gifts and everybody's like ah you know one year well this year i wanted to throw the entire contents (laughs) of my junk drawer into a box and have somebody win that (laughs) but i couldn't give away my junk i was like no i need that oh i need that. yeah that's what you always think i might need this someday so every time you open up your junk drawer you have to throw something out yeah so in ukraine Mm -hmm. they deck the halls with spider webs Ooh, spooky in addition to the standard tinsel, fairy lights, and baubles, Ukrainians like to throw an artificial spider web up on the tree. The tradition is has its origins in the old tale of a poor woman who could not afford to decorate her tree and woke up on Christmas morning to discover that spiders have completely covered her tree in gorgeous sparkling webs. It's for good luck. It's about good luck and not poor housekeeping. Oh, okay. So... The story goes is this lady could not afford to decorate her tree. So the spirits of Christmas had their spiders come out and decorate her tree for her. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's... um, And it's not poop at all. No, it's a good tradition, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's so many cool traditions around Christmas. Like, somebody puts, hides a pickle in the tree. And that's the, the one I was going to ask oh, okay. you about. The... Uh, Whoever finds it gets an extra gift or something like that. So in Portugal, they feed the dead people. This is interesting. Yeah. So um, there's a tradition called Cansodia. And it's during the Christmas feast in Portugal, families sometimes set aside extra places at the dinner table for their deceased relatives, which I think is great because a lot of people always set like a plate for, you know, the unknown soldier or for, you know, when people are gone, maybe they're deployed or they've passed away. It's thought that this is a practice for good fortune for the household. And in some areas, crumbs are left on the hearth as well. And you are basically feeding your living relatives. So basically, it's just honoring your your loved one's past and remembering them. Which is what Christmas is all about. Yeah, for I sure. mean, the whole thing about Christmas is honoring whatever religion you believe in, but mm-hmm. honoring the person that passed so that you can celebrate his birth. Yep. In Italy, there is a Santa's little helper, but it's an old witch. 
So unable to conclusively prove the existence of Santa, the Vatican decided to throw its weight behind something they had um, countless dealings with, which was an old witch called La Balfana, and she delivers presents to kids in Italy. So the story goes that the three wise men invited the witch to accompany them to see baby Jesus, and she was too busy, and the legend was born from there. So they put little statues up at this witch, and she's holding broomstick, and you know, it's just interesting that so many different cultures have ties to having what they would call a witch. You yeah. Know, you know, like an old hag who maybe had used potions or lotions. They're probably healers, right? And um, kind of ostracize them from society. But yet they honor them with these type of traditions. They have a tradition in the Czech, Czech Republic on Christmas Eve, unmarried Czech Czech women check your check women stand with their back to the door and toss one shoe over their shoulder if it lands with the toe facing the door it means that they will be married within the year if it lands with the heel facing the door they're in for another year of watching watching bridget jones movies whoever that is (laughs) perhaps it's better than marrying a heel (laughs) so that's their Christmas tradition that they the that's single cool. women throw the, their oh, shoe. All the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. Now in Germany, they fill your boots. On the evening of December 5th, German children leave a boot or a shoe outside the door of their bedrooms. Now in the morning, if they're good, they will find their shoes filled with sweets. But if they haven't, they get a branch. And it's one of the, you know, obvious traditions it, Either leaving the stocking out, in Germany it's a shoe, mm-hmm. some places it's a boot, some places it's a colander or whatever, remember that? The colander, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably why um, we have the tradition of hanging up the stockings with care. So they put the colander on the porch so that, um, I believe it's the beast of Christmas or something, can will come in and spend all its time counting the holes in the colander other than coming in the house i can't remember the exact thing but that was funny go back and listen to earl christmas shows you'll hear it now the last one we want to talk about is from spain espana new year new red knickers here's one for the new year's (laughs) in spain it's customary to wear red underwear on new year's eve oh all right the small town of La Fond de la Figura has taken tradition one step further. On New Year's Eve, they run the streets wearing just red underwear. Ooh, I gotta go there. <laughs> <laughs> coincidentally, or coincidentally, 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 the town has the highest incidence of pneumonia in the country. Oh my god! <laughs> so they get cold because they're wearing their little knickers. Well, shoot. I'm going to see some Spaniards and some knickers. And some knickers, little tiny knickers. Yeah, baby. So those are some Christmas traditions that we find are fun. And the thing about it is, you know, we talk about the paranormal and everything, and Santa Claus is like a ghost. Why is that? Well, I mean, he can travel all over the world in one night, Mm -hmm. go down the chimney to give everybody gifts. So I see them as a ghost-like figure. Spooky. Spooky Santa. Yes. And one of the big traditions of Christmas is telling ghost stories. I mean, look at the Christmas carol. That's all what it's all about. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see if I have. Even in Christmas songs, they talk about telling ghost stories. 
So yeah, I mean, I love Christmas time. I love the Christmas stories. I screwed up. I was going to have some of our friends read off their famous Christmas or their favorite Christmas stories. Mm -hmm. And it's just too late. I can't get it into the show. So maybe next year we'll have some of our favorite celebrity read their stories. uh, Spooky. Spooky Christmas stories. Or maybe we'll do like Christmas in July where we'll read Christmas stories. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'd love that. And we'd have to make Christmas cookies, though, because they're delicious. Well, yeah, of course. In shapes of ghosts. Exactly. (laughs) Well, everybody, you know, whatever religion you are or whatever you follow, we hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And moving into the new year, we are going to bring you some amazing podcasts, some amazing interviews. We might try a little different and weirder type subjects you know yes. we can we i want to get weirder you know if you guys got some woo woo stuff you want to talk about you know hit us up we've got some great guests lined up already that we are not recording till after the first of the year because yeah. everybody's so busy it is busy so i just you know a lot of people were asking to be on the show and i told them i said well let's just wait till the end of the year and we'll fill up our calendar and get you some great stories but mainly we want to thank you very much and heartfelt thank you for listening and if you enjoy the show please share it with all your friends as many friends as you can walk down the street yell out our name mm-hmm. if they make people think you're crazy <laughs> well they know we're crazy so they just follow our lead right now everybody have a wonderful time stay safe and if you have any spooky ghost of Christmas stories or um, happenings or you guys are experiencing some really cool paranormal. Christmas morning paranormal events. Let us know. We want to hear your story. All right. So like I said in the beginning, I want to leave you with a special song that when they first played it at their last show at the bowling alley, no one knew the song, but everybody was so teared up because it moved them so much. The Ruiners playing No More Mariah Carey for Christmas. Goodbye, everyone. Hope you have a great Christmas. Hope you buy me tons of gifts. <laughs> I need a snowblower and I need a... Huh. <laughs> yes, and um, stay tuned for our year, our next week's show. It'll be the end New the year, Year's yeah, special. Already the end of the year. Yep. So anyways, thank you, everybody. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Ho, 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 ho. No, 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 no.